Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Well, look, it is his daughter, man. Your mom means, well, this is interesting. Does your mom mean more to you than your kids? What's up, guys? This is the Talking Tactics Podcast. My name is Daniel. It's your main man here, Double H. That's it? That's all you're going to give the people? Double H, <laughs> half wood, finally trying to exist. Black, <laughs> black, black, Nigeria, green to the white, to the green, but a bing, but a three smacks. La, la, yeah, la, 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 la. You, you have to give the people the whole spiel. It doesn't sound right. Hey, I'm, I'm Double H, half hope. First off, shout out to Carl. He's not here, but happy birthday, bro. So, yeah, you can follow us on Twitter, at Talking Tactics, at Instagram, at Talking Tactics. Follow us on Facebook. SoundCloud too. We're close to th- we're closing in on 300. It's a, it's, it's a slow march mm. on SoundCloud, but uh, you know, coming up slowly but surely. Leave us Apple Podcast reviews. We did get one this week from a guy called Overdocs. Forgive me if I'm pronouncing the, your name wrong. Um, it, his title is just Dope Podcast. So wow. yeah, yeah, five stars. Dope Podcast, very entertaining and informative. Wish Have Hope would get a better mic. Otherwise, shot up right into my top 10 podcast. Regenerated my interest as a football fan. So we're out here rescuing people, bro. Look, man, it's 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 what it's 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 what it's what we 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 does, man. It's what we does, man. So hey, man, look, talk it's 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 the best football podcast out there. We are thinking about starting a Patreon account um, for people who want to support us. Yes, and, sir. Uh, if you if you like maybe the the Zidane special that we did, the coup de tête, the story of Zinedine Zidane in the World Cup. If you want more of those and more special content, they do take time to make. Um, if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it. By the way, it's pretty good. But if you want more more stuff like that or exclusive things, or if you want more say in what we talk about and things of that manner, there's a poll currently. I think it's open for the next forty eight hours or so on our Twitter page. Um, the link is in the description. Just click Talking Tactics, the, the Twitter link, and uh, you'll see the poll there. If you're willing to you know, help us make the podcast better, there's a yes option. If it's dependent on whether you know, or what type of extra content or bonus content, there's an option for that. And if you aren't willing to give us anything, fair enough, be honest. Um, that way we're not walking into something blind. Just tap no so we can get uh, a decent gauge 
on uh, your yeah. willingness to help us. So just be honest in that way. Yeah, make sure you uh, vote on the poll. Uh, it would be very much appreciated. Uh, so let's start with the Manchester Derby that happened. Actually, wait, 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 wait. Before it starts, I wanted to apologize to, to Mourinho. For what? No, 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 because you were one of the, the haters who they denied his powers. So apologize then. <laughs> he denied his powers. No, no, no. Ap- apologize then. We, 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 can, we, can, we can begin. Okay. Uh, if I'm going to apologize, I'll just say, like, my bad, Jose, for uh, doubting. Or no, actually, for, for, like, calling you a dinosaur. That was that was me. And I shouldn't have said that. Um, so I apologize. Um, you are the third greatest manager of all time and uh i should have known better after what you did with uh with chelsea and with wait, 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 wait. who are the other two if he said ferguson and who else cruyff what cruyff so the man that brought chelsea their first ever meaningful trophy you're going to disrespect him like that shameful has has jose Mourinho revolution as a so-called Chelsea fan you should you, you should feel ashamed you're gonna put Mourinho behind Cruyff after Mourinho pretty much built and created Chelsea as we know them now Cruyff means more to the game than Mourinho okay no 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 further but I'm just saying that as a, as a Chelsea fan more how Mourinho built Chelsea in the modern age and defined them you're gonna disrespect your boy like that terrible I'm being an objective football nah, person nah. After he delivered one of the greatest victories of all time, people are still finding a way to bring him down. <laughs> you, whoa, this is one of the greatest victories of all time. It is, it is, it is, it is, it is, it is. Based, based on, on, the, on the insults, based on the insults, way too many insults. People okay. were ready to retire him at halftime. They were ready to retire him at halftime. The swords were out. What were you saying at halftime? You can go on UFF and see what I was saying. Like, literally, um, I said that, look, this ain't great. Bad performance, but my gosh, don't you don't insult Mourinho. Everybody was insulting Mourinho. He's a dinosaur. That said, wait, wait a minute. Have some respect for 2010. <laughs> Have some respect for that treble that he won, which is one of the greatest trebles of all time. Look, it's it's scientifically proven that that is one of the most efficient trebles ever in football history. Check it. It's 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 in it's in the history books. It was voted one of the most efficient trebles of all time. So I mean, I did I, I did say it. The the books have said it. So. When you think of that, it's like, wait, so give him 90 minutes. And we gave him 90 minutes. And what did we see? 3 2. <laughs> so, what did Mourinho do that changed the game in the second half? Those 15 minutes, Mourinho said, look, guys, we've kidded around for enough. We've laughed. Let's show them what mental fortitude means. Pogba, okay, take over the game now. Hold the game and let's execute. That's what happened. So, second half. They rolled their luck in the first half, second half. They just say, you know what? Let's take it old school. Let's take it to the let's take it to the guts. Let's take it to the guts. And then you and then you saw three twos. I told you, like this was it's one of the greatest victories I've ever seen. Based on <laughs> no, 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 because it's one of the greatest because based A on meaningless much, club game. It's one of the greatest victories in football history, based on how much he was insulted at halftime. No manager received the amount of insult and ridicule he received at, at, at that halftime. Nobody. Nobody. So to come after your back is against the wall, people were ready to retire you and to deliver that. Sorry, you have to give him his props. You have to. <laughs> and, then, and then you want to say, what's Cruyff? Really? What? <laughs> I mean, look, my daddy, man, look. I mean, wow, shocking. <laughs> but see, like this game alone, like Cruyff hasn't had a game like, like this ever. <laughs> He's never had a game where at halftime people were ready to, re- to retire you. You realize Cruyff is like Guardiola's grandfather. Or father, in a way. 
he spawned a whole new way of thinking about football. That's why I got to put him number two no. behind Ferguson. And then you get Mourinho and Guardiola battling out for well, four. Sorry, I don't, I don't, I don't have some. Put him on Mourinho two behind Fergie. Simple. Let's talk about Paul Pogba, man. You know what? Was 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 he receiving hate in the first half? I think he was. I think he got his fair fair share of like, he's lazy. He's this. He's that. Like, I'm sure. I'm sure from Graham. I'm sure. I'm sure Graham soon has called him if if he thinks. <laughs> Gorilla, thought, monkey, coon, jigaboo, you know. <laughs> leave leave that in the podcast. Don't don't edit, edit that out. <laughs> no, no, but okay, look, look, let's talk about Labil. Think about Labil is this is that if Labil plays like Labil that we saw from Juventus, he's one of the best players in the world. Because there is no player currently in the world who can tackle, defend, pass. Create, hustle, run with the ball, and score. Nobody, there's there's no other player that has that kind of all-round game that he has. Nobody. It's like Modric doesn't have the kind of goal-scoring capabilities that he, he does. And Modric cannot tackle like he does. Like Verratti, yeah, he's a pretty good tackle, but, but Verratti can't really score like thing he does. So Labil, if he can just focus and do what he does, my Labil can be one of the, the best. Easily. One of the best. Like he is an all-rounder. Mm. But Uncle Mu needs to surround him by with better midfielders. Titch ain't gonna do it. Herrera ain't gonna do it. We were saying this when he was bought last summer, like or I guess last summer would be two summers ago now. When he when he was playing with Juventus, he he had the luxury of playing with Marquisio, of playing Vidal. with Vidal, with playing with Pirlo. The game was easy. It was just run back and forth and be a part in defensive aspects and offensive aspects. But at Manchester United, they're asking him, "Look, we need you to, we need you to assist, we need you to tackle, we need you to score, we need you to do everything." And as as we said for a long time now, Mourinho's not going to develop any of this. He got his player for ninety million, and now it's you're you're in the team, do the job that you need to do. I I, I think you're right in the sense that Matic isn't going to help in that way, and the Herrera is not going to help in that way. Uh, Fellaini is definitely not going to help in that way. Like like you you need. Uh, a controller. You need a Modric United. You need someone in that team that can make things a bit easier for Pogba to do what he's good at. Um, and maybe one day he can turn into a player that can take over a game and boss a midfield. But I don't think you can expect what we saw in that second half to be him throughout all of next season. Or give him the right midfield, you can see this blah blah bill for a season. Which, which is kind of I'm, – I'm curious to, to see the World Cup because you would think with all the talent that France have – Too young. They're, they're, they're too young. They're, they're not young. Pogba should be the youngest in that midfield. If you play him with maybe Nzanzi, who's the DM, Kante, who's a box-to-box, -box, and then Pogba has freedom, I think that midfield three would work. But I know Deschamps wants to play 4-4-2 and whatnot, so that won't happen. But you would think in France where they have the talent and they have the, the, the pieces – to get the best out of Pogba if they want to, they could do it. Um, so I, I think this this World Cup, it actually this World Cup could be a good stepping stone for him to get the confidence that hey, I can be the main member of, of a midfield, and then that transitions into club play. So maybe that'd be interesting to keep keep an eye on. Also, his hair was interesting. Guardiola before the game was like, uh, Raiola offered him to City, and we could have taken him. And I'm there. There was another player that I'm Mkhitaryan. forgetting. Mkhitaryan, yeah, we got offered those two. I, I think the blue hair was from the international break. 
and I guess the dark blue turned to light blue. So I thought that was kind of interesting that he was playing with kind of baby blue in his hair um, 48 hours after news broke that, hey, like we were offered him uh, at City. So I thought that was cool. And then he scored with his head. So yeah. um, and then after the game, when he went to the fans and he was like, he basically motioned to the fans, like, don't yeah, worry don't, about don't it. Don't the words. Yeah, but, yeah, but the thing, the thing though, I mean, what did Pep say say to him though? That's what I want to know. I thought he would have said, "Look, bro, that whole thing I said, Raiola just pissed me off. I'm just chiding crap." Yo, yo, are we gonna talk about Ender Herrera spinning on the on the city badge? Or are we gonna leave that? Wait, did he actually do that? <laughs> wait, wait, why? I'm I'm aware. How do you know that he 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 did that? He was walking off the field, and he like collected some spit before you get into the tunnel. There's a big city badge. So you would think you have all this grass to spit on if you need to. But then he saved it and then spat on the city badge. Then people are like, oh, he did it on purpose. I'm, I'm, actually, I'm actually watching it now. It looks as if it's like he may have had something in him and he just spat and he just... <laughs> I don't think he went to do it on purpose. So I don't know. Yeah, if yeah, that'd be cool, but that's, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, he just, yeah, like he just has something to, to spit and it just happened. And also the badge is big. It was like a small bad he would have spat on the wall, but look at it. It's a big badge, so it's like a big patch of ground. So come on, ah, look, reaching man, reaching. Liverpool drew with Everton, Bournemouth drew with Crystal Palace. Um, Huddersfield and Brighton drew Newcastle beat Leicester, that's good for them. Big win. Watford lost to Burnley, so Sean Dyche, man, wizard, man. That guy's yeah. a flipping wizard. West Brom. We're winning, and then Abraham scored for, for Swansea. So that's good for Swansea. And uh, Tottenham beat Stoke. And this, this, the story from this game is apparently uh, <laughs> Tottenham are appealing Ericsson's goal because Harry Kane swore on his daughter's life that uh, that it touched him. Do you know how sick you have to? <laughs> like... That's that is literally the epitome of a loser's mentality. What is more important, breaking the goal scoring record or winning a, an, an FA Cup? I know there were some people on Twitter that have said, Oh no, winning breaking Shira's record means more than just winning some irrelevant domestic trophy. I'm like, That is just shocking. <laughs> that is just, I mean, oh, I mean, it's that's that's, I mean, that's just like, okay. My, that, 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 that's just sad to so think that you're more concerned with winning the golden shot, even your club. As a whole, I'm more concerned with actually going through an appeal to win the Golden Shield rather than focusing on like how do we beat United in that FA Cup semi. One, I think you can do both at the same time. So I don't know if it's that big of a deal. My question would be, does Ericsson care? Like, like if Ericsson wants the goal and it's been given to him, should Kane really be this ambitious in trying to get that goal? Like, is he being a bad teammate? For me, the very fact that I've never heard ever <laughs> in all my life of a club appealing for a struggle to be given a goal means that he that pursuing this just makes you look really, really bad. This has never been done before, ever. It's I'm I'm, I'm telling you right now, I there's never been a top flight club that has launched an official appeal as a club to give the goal to their one of their players. I mean, it's just never happened before. I, I just think if you're Harry Kane or if you're Spurs, it shouldn't matter at the end of the day. It's a team game. Spurs won the game. Whoever scored it, it doesn't matter. Take the three points. You're probably safe into the top four now. Go back to London and have a good time. Like, But for Kane to be this adamant 
and insistent, like swearing on people's lives and this and that. Like he better have scored. You know what? I actually don't believe him because wouldn't you swear on your mama's life rather than your daughter's yeah. life? Well, look, it is his daughter, man. Your mom means well. This is interesting. Does your mom mean more to you than your kids? This is a fucked up train of thought. <laughs> we can go down. No, no, for, for me, I, I say this should all mean the same. But I mean, if you have to choose, I mean, damn. If... Yo, if you had to choose between your mom or you know what, I actually think depending on if your mom's a good person, I think your mom would understand if you chose your kid over her. Like your your mom would be like, I get it, it's okay, and then she would go into the sunset as they say. But anyway, Arsenal beat Southampton. Danny Welbeck out here getting braces now. Okay. But did he miss an, an open goal? Was it was it worse than Kakabani's though? Nah. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you know why? Do you know why it's not worse? One, one I think what Welbeck's miss was a bit more reactionary. I think Cavani had more time. And I think we can all agree that by any metric, Edison Cavani is a better player than Danny Welbeck. So him missing that is even more egregious because he's better. So, nah, Cavani's might be the miss of the season. But there's a thing about Cavani that, what did it even surprise you when you saw it? No, not really, because it is Cavani at the end of the day. So. Uh, so someone did ask, though, Boris Mason, as usual. You know, shout out to the people that ask us questions every week, yo. Y'all are MVPs of a kind. Um, why isn't Wenger getting enough respect for our recent results? He's always crucified when we lose, but rarely gets praised after a win. Put some is respect this? on his name. He's bringing home the Europa League. So why is it Wenger getting respect? You've beaten the 18th team in the league, the 19th team in the league, and the 12th. And you Daniel, want credit. Daniel, Daniel, Arsenal are winning the Europa League. It's already been written. The Great Escape? Have you ever watched that movie, The Great Escape, where they like dig the tunnel? I think like, I, watched, I watched like the middle and the end. Because people were just kept to make it this big deal about about that white guy, Steve McQueen. I was like, yeah, I like how in your mind it went that white guy. No, 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 literally, he is <laughs> literally he is that white guy. He's like he's every white guy is a white guy. Like this is like like white people's <laughs> like you know Malcolm X, what's the looking kind of guy. So <laughs> no, trust me, he is Steve, like Steve McQueen, he's like he's like white people's like cultural leader. You know. <laughs> He says Steve McQueen is white people's Malcolm X. (laughs) 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 Okay. um, Oh, man. I was thinking there's there's a black Steve McQueen, too. No, no, no. It's true. Like, I mean, that's what gets a little white guy's pistol because now. When you type in uh, Steve McQueen, the first searches that come up is the director. Oh, God. No longer yeah. the actor, so. White people's Malcolm X. I think that's a topic for an extra, maybe. <laughs> um, okay. Maybe this is a segment we should actually even... I don't know whether we want to touch on, on it now or maybe later, but I think I told... Or I tweeted this, that's why I retweeted it. Um, you know, there's a football fan show that Robbie is going to be doing on terrestrial TV in the U- U- UK starting next Thursday. It's called the Real Football Fan Show. As which is what I was even saying to him that like, if you do this right, this could be a game changer because nothing like this has ever been on on TV. And I think that's why Channel Four is the channel that are doing it. And Channel Four is like HBO, whereas like BBC, ITV are like um, NBC. 
of Fox. So Channel 4 is the very cutting edge, contemporary for the youth kind of channel in the UK. Hence why it makes sense that they would be the ones who would actually take a chance on something like this. Yeah, that's dope, man. I'm happy. Um, so Arsenal win, and then Chelsea proceed to lose. You know, the gap is only, I think, is it three points, five points between Arsenal and Chelsea? Like, this is Arsenal's worst ever season. And Chelsea are pulling up the table here. Three points ahead. Severance like, package. Severance package. Yo, Antonio Alcante has to go, man. I mean, look, Abramo just, I mean, he doesn't want to cough up that cheddar, man. So. I mean, but Chelsea have wasted more money on bad players before. No, no, but I, I think it's a mental thing. Like, I remember just, I know, like, yeah. you're really trying to punk me. Look, <laughs> 9 mil is like, is like chump change to me. As well, Abramovich is my guy. I know him. 9 mil ain't nothing. Like, that, that, that's not going to make him lose any sleep. But it's because of, like, no, I don't, don't want to give it to you because you're <laughs> really trying to, like, piss me off. So I'm going to try and find a way to not have to give you that 9 mil. So. Uh, Kieran asks us, should Chelsea sign Balotelli for free in the coming window? He fits most of Chelsea's style for a striker. If Conte's still there, at that won't work. Oh, no, no way. No way. No way now. He wouldn't even take him to the Euro, so he's not going to bring him to his club to work with him every day. I mean, it could work. I mean, I wanted that to happen in maybe like 20... Maybe when when he went to Liverpool. I was like, why not, why not come to Chelsea? But Mourinho was here. So... That would have worked because of what happened with them at Inter, I, I presume. So, I don't know. It, yeah, it would depend on the manager. And he'd be a good signing for free, but I, I don't know if Chelsea would do it in that you just spent 60 mil on Morata. Mm. You have Bashwai. You just bought Giroud. So, you're going to buy another maybe kind of good striker? I don't know. I think you'd have to go for something a bit more sure if you're going to buy a striker than Balotelli at this point. But what he's been doing at Nice has been all right, so... Conte is not the right man to really be have the patience and the know-how to work work, work, work with him. So no, no, no. I think I think Serie A should be where Balotelli looks to go. Carl always wants us to talk about the bottom of the table, so let's do it. I think West West Brom. We know we're done. It would be weird to see Stoke City down and Southampton. To be fair, they've become mainstays in a way. Who do you think's going down? Have hope. West Brom. I think I think Southampton's time has come. How they go to the FA Cup semi still bewilders me, but they're going down. Huddersfield. So Crystal Palace still make it out for you? Yeah. West Ham, I mean, they did get a really important point against Chelsea, so maybe that gives them a bit of confidence going into the last six matches. Um, I'm going to go West Brom. I think Stoke won't make it. And, yeah, I think Huddersfield probably go down. Um, so South, Southampton safe, Crystal Palace are safe, and Swansea are safe, in my opinion. So, 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 so say again, who's going to go down for you? West Brom, Stoke, and Huddersfield. Stoke, the great Stoke. What is it? Can you do it on a cold, rainy, wet Tuesday? Yeah, we have Stoke. Stoke. Yeah, that, that's trust me. That scenario in Liverpool, the Premier League. <laughs> I mean, come on, like how how do you remove that scenario? That, that, that has been like a mainstay for the Premier League for a yeah, long time. Yeah, but this this Stoke isn't that Stoke. Like, there's no more. Rory Delap and Higginbotham long throws or whatever it was like those days are gone. Let's go lower. Let's talk about the championship, specifically Neil Warnock. Oh wow. And, and Nuno. <laughs> Nuno as as Santo. It's like late game. Cardiff City get two penalties. Wolves goalkeeper saves one and then they get another one. 
Um, I think they hit the bar. Then Nuno starts, he runs onto the field. They start celebrating crazy. They don't handshake. And then in the post-match interviews, Warnock goes on this whole kind of, in the British football game, you need to half class. It was whatever, whatever, like, <laughs> I'm going to cut that out, bro. <laughs> yeah, so he was basically like, uh, in the British football game, you need to have class. And I'm looking at it like, I hate when people bring out class, like, He's a he's a he's a he's a, he's a prick. Like, let's stop beating around the bush. He's a prick. If the roles were reversed, he'd do the same thing. So it's he's he's just he's just he, he, he's a complete moron. He's a complete idiot. Why do I have to make you feel good when I win? Why is it my job to make to to soothe your ego when you lose? If something exciting happens and I go celebrate, I don't care about your feelings in that moment. Like, I'm trying to have a good time and a moment with my players, my guys. Like. I don't care about how it's been done or what I'm supposed to do. Like, I basically, if you're, you know, I don't care about Neil Warnock's feelings. And for you to have, a, like, you have your little moan in the press, like, so be it. And the fact that he was like, I don't want to talk to him tonight, like, whatever it was. Like, so, so he's supposed to have class in shaking your hand. But then when I come to apologize because I offended you, you don't want to accept the apology. No, 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 no. The guy's a complete prick. So I'm I'm glad I'm glad they won anyway. But I think both of those teams are gonna come up. So I don't know what he's complaining about. Like Wolves are definitely up looking at this table. No, no, I mean like look, I mean like unless Cardiff completely self-destruct them, like basically Wolves and Cardiff are getting out automatic promotion, then it's it's about from three to six to duke it out. Duke it out for three, but Wolves and Cardiff are, are, are back in it. But yeah, and I know people wanted to talk about that, so um, all right, and also very, very. I've always loved their kits. Wolves had they always have a very nice kit, the orange and, and black. Yeah, no, no, I mean, that just a great blend of colors, man. Great blend of colors. Theo Caesar Mosby asked, What happened to the West Ham riots? I'm very disappointed right now. I don't exactly know what you mean. Um, did you want do you want to see West Ham in more turmoil and you're disappointed that they aren't? I don't necessarily know what you mean. So, well, look, look, I told you, like. <laughs> And I said always some fans, but there are a lot of thugs <laughs> that support West Ham. You know, a lot of like literal street thugs. So, um... although although when when I was watching the game, I was do you know when they request like moments of silence and things like that, and yeah. there's like always people who just can't keep quiet. I was kind of expecting like when they did the the moment of a, the minute of applause for Ray Wilkins, yeah. who uh, who unfortunately passed. I was expecting like the West Ham fans to be like anti the the moment but they showed a respect in that way which i thought was kind of cool considering chelsea and west ham are meant to be some version of rivals that was nice so yeah let me see if we have any other questions before we get to champions league this is interesting why did fifa get rid of the golden goal rule sudden death extra time is way better than 30 extra minutes of tired football because they're because they're idiots it's it's a stupid organization that's that's you know also it, racist as, as well. So basically, they are they, they are racist, and they're a stupid organization. So no, no, I don't know, they, like okay. there is no argument for that to not be a golden goal rule. I'm gonna it give you one. Amazing, like absolutely amazing rule. Like you had the golden goal for Nigeria, Brazil in the '96 Olympic final. You had the golden goal, famously for um, France against um, Italy Euro 2000. It's, it's an amazing thing to have. You gave me two examples of golden goals that you can remember. I, th I think the, the classic one that comes to mind, like you said, is the Euro 2000 final. Mm. Um, you have another one because you're Nigerian. 
But can we think of any others? Really? Then like West great, great, great football moment, great football golden goal moments. The reason you can't is because the golden goal rule made all the teams so incredibly defensive in extra time because nobody wanted to concede it. So the extra time was virtually a nonsense period that mostly always ended in penalties anyway. So the fact that you have a guaranteed 30 minutes is there to promote attacking football rather than have everybody scared that they might concede. Sorry, like the reason why I rejected it because the it's extra facts. times are absolutely no, 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 no. You the can only times, think of two. Just like, those are the, the two most famous ones. Of course, there've been more. Just that those are literally the, the two most famous ones. One was a flipping. No, two of them were in finals. So those are the ones that would obviously come to mind. But my thing is that once this golden goal thing was taken away, extra times are still crap. <laughs> People are still doing the the same crap. Like what's it called? Like the Argentina Holland extra time was. Yeah, it was, it's still crap. But the beauty with the golden goal is that someone can be a hero. There's that feeling knowing that, like, you know what? All it takes is just for someone just to try and, and be a hero, and that's it. You you win it. And You're a moment merchant, bro. <laughs> no, no, but then, that, but no, no, actually, that's, it's, it's, to have it, that means that you can be defensive all you want. If you're brave, a brave one, say, you know what? I want to win this for my team. You can go, and, go ahead and defend. I'm not leaving this to, so to penalties. I'm going to go and win it for our boys, and that's it. We score, we win. Like, what's it called? Even whenever we, we, we play football, like, on the over the pitch, how many times do we say next goal wins? Next goal wins. That's a, it's a, it's a footballing term. Next goal wins is a footballing term. And to take that away from football is egregious, man. Extra time is, is crap. Like, like, full 30 minutes is complete crap. Don't you think it is cruel that you have an allotted time of 30 minutes, one person scores a goal, let's yeah. say they score in the 93rd, and you don't get the other 27 to try and reply. No, because you had 90 minutes to score more goals than them. Now this is this is your, your, your punishment. Next next goal wins. What if there's a refereeing mistake or the goal is dubious in some way? You don't think it would be at least more no. fair to have 27 more minutes in no. that scenario? No, because you were you were given 90 minutes to score more goals than your opponents. You, you you didn't. This is your punishment. Get that goal or make sure you you, you avoid a goal, dubious or not. Think about the, the people watching. I really have to now watch twenty more minutes of you trying to get the equalizer. No, golden goal. <laughs> next, next, next goal, goal wins. Next, I'm I'm such a huge supporter of, of golden goal. Huge, I love it. Musa Keda asks us any chance Liverpool barbecue city at the Etihad <laughs> again on Tuesday. Now, I I know it's taken us a little while to get to this point, but we got to talk about the three nil. That happened with City and Liverpool, and then we have to talk about the. Oh yeah, we, the, we didn't touch it. Yeah, because yeah, it was on Tuesday. Now, now I realize a lot of people probably are going to play this after the fact, right? Because there's a game today when you're listening to it, and you guys will Bastards. probably know what have what has happened, um, whether City have come back from this three 0 deficit. But I mean, the fact that they're in a three 0 deficit is a big story to begin with. Was who who, who scored first? Salah scored first. Then Oxley Chamberlain scored like a great goal from the edge of the box. Then Mane got the header. Coutinho's biological father. You know what? They did it without without Coutinho. That's that's an interesting point that you Coutinho's raised. Coutinho's overrated, man. Everybody knows this. The guy's overrated. So 140 mil for a player they didn't even really need. That's a pretty good deal if you can get it. And you know what? They have Kate to come next year. They got the center back that they needed with that money. So shout out Liverpool. I mean, they did well. Um I'm trying to remember what scoreline I predicted. I think I predicted 2-1 City the last time we were here. 
That did not happen. Um, yeah, I said I said two two. <laughs> that did not happen. Man City not scoring. Did, did I tweet this? It might have. I put this in maybe in our, our group chat. Like it confounded me, and I'm still confounded. I'm confused at how Man City did not score. It felt like a generally open kind of game, but Sane, man, just that was one, probably one of the worst games I think I've seen him play. If if you if you think about it a little bit deeper though, he's 22. I mean, he's been playing outside of his mind basically this whole year. But you forget how young he is. He's not 26, 27. He's 22. So maybe expecting world-class performances in a Champions League quarterfinal at Anfield when, you know, the crowd's breathing on you and, you know, you're feeling that pressure. Maybe it got to him in a, in a no, little no, bit. No, no, no. I don't know. No, no. But the thing, though, and I'll tell you what we're But quick side side topic. Would you say that Apu is a racist character from The Simpsons? I don't watch The Simpsons, so I don't know who that is. Wow. You don't watch The Simpsons at all? <laughs> I know Homer. I know Bart. I know Marge. I know Lisa. The The last Simpsons episode I watched was the Simpsons movie in the theater. Damn. You know, no, no. I was, I was, I'm, I'm more of like a, a Ren and Stimpy kind of guy. Sane, basically, it was a case of where he was so confident and everybody was so assuming like he'd pretty much pimp the Alexander Arnold kid. And once you start off and you just get those first few tackles where he's basically, he basically tackles you like the first few, three times, your confidence goes goes down. So even when he was given space, he was like, man, that's it. I got pimp pimped out. And in my view, the man of the match was that bloody Liverpool right back, Trent Alexander-Arnold. Trent, yeah, Trent Alexander-Arnold. Yeah, he had a really good game. But... A very good game. Like, and also Klopp, we know Klopp is psycho. He said <laughs> that in the second half. We didn't play football. His team looked like, okay, we beat them 3-0. We know that these guys are like scorpions. Like they can attack us like in a fraction of a second. So let's be a little bit smart here. And then he's all on this rock and roll football. I want to beat them 6-0. Like we got them three here. Let's beat them three now. Like the guy's insane. No, 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 Klopp. No, he's, he's, he's mad. As I said again, he's a very good coach. I would love to play for him. But as a manager, like, I, I don't know, man. I don't even know if I'd want to play for him. You know how tired you'd be. Oh, no, no, no. But it would be no, week it, to it'd, week. It'd be fun, though. It'd be fun. I mean, no. If no, if if I, if I wasn't fit, no, no. Get the hell away from me. I'd, I'd go to Mourinho. Um, <laughs> but if I was fit, like, let's say if it was, like, half hope, like, 11-year-old or 10-year-old half hope who had the stamina of a gazelle. Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd definitely want to play for club. So, second leg. You've, you've, you've given your... your preview already um yep. what's your scoreline for the second leg are you sure you want to hear this i'm i'm assuming you're gonna go on the limb and say man city are gonna win maybe like five one four one five five one man city <laughs> i'm laughing at you but i realize people will have listened to this and if they do win they'll be like ah daniel you're laughing but uh told the truth um i actually see man city winning but I think Liverpool are going to score. And if they score, that means Man City need five. And you're not going to score five. Hence so, five one. So definitely not. I don't think – do they have Neymar last I checked? Let me uh, – no, no Neymar on Man City. So th- there's not going to be a PSG Barcelona thing going on here. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see that. So I'm probably – like maybe 2-1. I'm, I'm, I'm going to stick with that result. Maybe, maybe 3-1. But, yeah. The, the only thing that could sway this is if somebody gets a stupid red card, if mm. Man City score within the first two, three, four, five minutes. 
And um, look, this is football. Anything can happen. Yeah, man. It's 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 gonna be a really interesting game, and I'm I'm very excited to see it. So tomorrow evening, uh, I know what I'm gonna be up to. Um, the other ties are pretty much done. I mean, you know, look, it's done. Real so Juventus wasn't as good as we thought it was gonna be. Roma isn't going to do anything against Barcelona in Rome, and yeah. Juventus should use the forfeit rule. <laughs> That's it. Yo, yo, yo! Just, just quickly, you, you got to give Cristiano credit for that for that bicycle kick, man. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, if you made me apologize to Marino, you got to apologize to Cristiano. I know. Oh, no, or, 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 or it was all right. It was all right. It was all right. What all do you right. mean all right? Do you see how high? Yeah, no, look, 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 he, you know, look, he got, look, I gave him his, his props. Okay, I, I, I can't give him his, his props twice. I already gave him his props in my post match. I'm, I'm not, I'm not even going to do, do it twice. So, yeah. Um, look, give right. me walk. Like, he, he, he still hasn't won a, a euro. He wasn't there on, 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 the, on the pitch in the final. So, that doesn't count. So, he still needs to give me a World Cup and another euro. So, he still owes me a euro and a World Cup. So, uh, Pipe Mouse asks, what act, things, activities do you do to take your mind off football? So, I mean, to be honest, the two main things in my life literally are film and f- football. So, if I'm not thinking about football, I'm thinking about film. If I'm not thinking about film, I'm thinking about football. So, those are literally the it's only two things I, th- I think about. So, like, I daydream about football. I daydream about film scenes. You know, I you know. So, that's those are literally the only two the two main things. Be, be real. So, yeah, like, yeah, like, what's it called? You know, film and football, those are my the main things that I think about in my life. Those are uh... the, Without them, I'm, I'm I'm nothing. So, what about music, though? Oh my gosh! Okay, so th- my three things that I survived. So what's it called? So yeah, music, film, and football. Those are literally the only three things that keep me going. Nothing else. And obviously, and and like the nude um, strippers on the. <laughs> so. Um, you know what? I, I'm not I'm not as big into to movies as as you. And I think Carl. I think Carl's big into film as well. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm but, huge, huge. But music definitely, um, just basketball, I guess, would be an activity that I'm into that helps keep my mind off football in a way. It's weird. I don't have a problem thinking about football all the time. Um, it's thinking about actual productive things that's maybe more my enemy. Even video games, like, I'm most of the time going to be playing FIFA. Like, it's hard to divorce me from football at this point. Um, oh, no, what's it called? Like, I'm playing football manager right now. I'm 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 coaching Augsburg <laughs> in the Bundesliga. So, yeah, man. I, like, I, you know what? I don't think we'd be doing this podcast if our lives were trying to avoid football. I think we try to find it in as because it makes us happy in as many ways that we can. So, uh, this is from Gowan Six Nine. He has. I know Carl's gonna hate me. He's not here. So, but for Daniel, ideal back four for Chelsea as well as the lone player you think has the best chance of slotting into the first team next year. Now, we don't do starting 11s on on this podcast, but because it's Chelsea and I can do this relatively quickly, I think I'll give it a go, all right? Uh, I would like to see a 4-3-3, right? I want to see Courtois. I want to see Edison on the left. Um, We'll go Asper Lequetta right back because he's going to be the captain. The, The lone player that I would like brought back is Kurt Zuma, and I would have Zuma and Christensen. And the three in midfield, just if if no, if there aren't any transfers, we'll say. Um, I'd like Ruben Loftus-Cheek in the midfield three. I'd like Kante in the midfield three. And I'd like Bakayoko in the midfield three. I think that could be an interesting three, to, assuming that meant the, the manager changes 
and we can play a little forward, a more forward thinking style. That would be cool. And then in the front three, assuming we keep him, Eden has out on the left, Wheeling on the right. <laughs> and for striker, if if another manager comes in, I think we'll get better Morata. So I'd lean Morata. But we'll have to see what Michi does at the World Cup. And if he has a great World Cup for Belgium, then maybe I could be swayed into starting Michi Batshuayi ahead of Alvaro Morata, but I doubt it. So that would be my 11. So there you go. So I would bring back two and put them in the starting 11. Loftus-Cheek and Kurt Zuma. Um, in goal, you roll with Courtois. Okay, so wait, right back, um, Aspilicueta, mm-hmm. Kurt Zuma. Chelsea needs to buy a left back. And they need to buy another center, center back. So there's a question mark between those two. Because there's nobody in that Chelsea team that is good enough to play left back or center back. So we've got. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Christensen's good. No, he's too young. So um, there needs to so basically there needs to be someone bought for another center back and then they left back. So yeah, so right back you have as center back you have Kotsuma. and so it's going to be a four three three. So in the middle, so you've got Kanse, and this is where it gets very tricky. So at the moment, Kanse, Bakayoke is iffy. Out and there needs to and there needs to be another central midfielder bought. Fabregas is crap. He's crap. He's crap. Um, so basically, there's another question mark because there needs to be another natural central midfielder. So basically, Bukante is your box to box. Um, Bakayoko is your DM, and there needs to be a central midfielder, great passer who can dictate the, the game. That needs to be bought. And I'm playing a front three. So now, now this is what I'm gonna, gonna gonna do. I'm gonna roll with Hazard, William, and Moses. And I'm going to work on them being very fluid in how they move about. Because this is if there is there is no striker. Because at the, at the moment in time, I don't trust Morata. And I think maybe this is the wrong move for him. Juru is horrendous. I do assume that Baswai can't come back to Chelsea. So assuming that Baswai isn't there, I'm rolling with a front three of Hazard, um, William, and Moses who interchange within within one another. I feel like we've given this question enough time. So, okay, let's let's quickly do some recommended reads before we get to Heroes and Villains. Carl left us four. Uh, one of them is on Mourinho um, from the New Statesman. It's called The Fall of the Dark Angel, Jose Mourinho's Anti-Football. Okay, that's one. Carl's next read is about Edison, uh, the Manchester City goalkeeper, and how he's like the new generation or the new breed of how goalkeepers are playing. Um, uh, no, 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 yeah, it's wait, 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 what would it be my new breed? What's what's he doing that that's so new? What's Edison doing that that's so different from what Noya does? Wait a minute, I'll, I'll pull up the article and I'll read a bit. The making of Edison, a goalkeeper with twinkling feet and cold blood. So, because his blood is cold, therefore he's different. <laughs> is he a reptile? Who knows? Yeah, that's what um, so yeah, reptiles' bold blood is cold. Interesting. I never knew that. Yeah, I think I think reptiles are cold blooded. He left a Reddit post that's on Messi, which is quite interesting. Somebody documented how often players run, like their meters run. Messi has the second least meters run in the Champions League. So basically, it's 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 called Lionel Messi's efficiency. He runs fewer meters than any other forward in the Champions League. So if you look at the graph, Messi is like at the low end of running, but he's almost at the top, not quite, in terms of goals and assists per 90 minutes. I thought I thought that was kind of interesting. And then another one on Alan Pardew um, about how he's basically the worst ever West Brom manager. 
<laughs> but, so if you want to read some, is he, but is he as bad as um, what's his face, De, De Boer? Five games, five losses. Um, all right, heroes and villains of the week. My my hero of the week is going to be Balotelli for what he said about like if he were white, basically he would have been forgiven. Um, Cassano is a good kind of counter example, but I I don't I don't know if it's exactly like you could use Cassano to say like if he were white. It would it would be exactly like that because I don't think people were rocking with Cassano in that way. He definitely got more chances than Bellatelli. No, 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 no. But no, Cassano. But, literally, this guy was a complete problem child. But they tried. They see they they tried really hard to get him in there, but he just and also Cassano did not have anywhere near the talent that Bellatelli had. Cassano only had one good tournament, which was the 04 Euros, and that was it. But he was nowhere near as talented as Bellatelli is. But they kept trying, man. But, but with Balotelli, man, look, I mean, come on, it's, it's obvious, man. It's obvious. I know Italy, even Italians tell me about, about Italy's racial problem as well. And Italians say, look, yeah, like, look, yeah, Italy is, it's got a huge racist racial problem, huge. And they will never, ever accept a guy like Balotelli is an Italian. So if, so any excuse to just, not not getting a team, they'll do hundred percent. They'll do like there is no reasons why a team who could even beat Sweden <laughs> doesn't have Balotelli or Jovinko for that matter. Doesn't have Balotelli in the squad. So tell me that Balotelli isn't as good as that dude from Torino. Isn't as as good as I mean I mean I, I can't even name the strikers that that they have. Balotti. I don't even know. <laughs> That's the only one I can think of. Wait, uh, wait, wait, immobile, 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 Immobile. And Balotelli I mean, is better than Immobile. So it's like I mean, come on. I don't know. Actually, Immobile scored like what, almost forty goals this season. Like he's having a really, really good season for Lazio. So, well, season, season. Yeah, I'm I'm just saying. I wouldn't besmirch him too much. What I what I wonder, or what I would like to ask Mario if he was like in front of us, would be if 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 you had it to do again, would you consider Ghana as a stronger possibility to represent? No, 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 he would because I, I think I think what's happening is like he's getting older and, and a lot wiser. So I think if he had the mindset he had now, back when he was like nineteen, twenty, or so forth, I think he'd probably choose Ghana. You know, but when but when when you're young, you have that much talents. You know, you believe that hey, man, you know, guys like this. But then when you now, yeah, you have to experience stuff to really be enlightened, to really mm. wake up to the matrix. So, well, rather wake up from the matrix. <laughs> Another Look, movie I, 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 I watched the film yesterday, like bloody amazing film, man. So another film I haven't seen. Whoa, no, no, please, <laughs> no, Daniel, I'm begging you, please. You haven't seen the the Matrix? No. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, oh, that's all. Oh. That's painful. I'll watch oh, it. I'll that's, watch that's, it eventually. You know what? Today I listened to a seat at the table for the first time. Great album. Do you know? Do, do you know? Like this is this, this shouldn't even be a, a, a hot take. That album is better than any album Beyonce has has released. I haven't listened to a whole Beyonce album in my life. I haven't listened to a whole Rihanna album in my life either. I'm just coming out with all my secrets today, basically. Oh no, no. Well, no. Well, I think that's I've only listened to one Beyonce album fully, and because I've got which titles, one? Which one? You know the, what? I'm the latest one. I'm. I might have listened to Lemonade all the way through. When it first came out, maybe oh, yeah, 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 that's the one. Is, is that one with information? I don't know. Um, so, no, I mean, basically, the latest one that she released that's the one I, I've listened to, and like it wasn't it wasn't that, that great. Basically, that Solange album that is a great musical album. Did you know the best RB album I've, I've, I've ever listened to? 
probably you know, the best R&B album, album I've listened to since Genuine. Um, ha. Basically, H.E.R. Like, it's in two volumes, volume one and volume two. Like, like and also, I'm not a, a big R&B fan, but amazing, amazing music. Amazing music. Absolutely amazing. Would you consider uh, The Miseducation of Lauren Hill an R&B album or a rap album? Both. Which is, which is what makes it so amazing. And the thing about okay. it is that... <laughs> no, no, I didn't think about it is that this is a woman who raps part-time and she raps better than 90% of rappers. She's top rap five. Full-time. She's top five. Lauren Hill's top five, yo. Oh, you mean male and female? Come on. Top five? Give me a break. She, she's top five. No, 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 wait, 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 sorry, sorry. I say top five rappers or just top five artists? Top five rappers. Wait, so you're saying that Lauryn Hill is better than Pheromonch, Common, Chino XL, Nas, Jay-Z, KRS-One, What are some of these are on my top five? Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you my top five. <laughs> <laughs> top, top five rappers, okay? Rappers slash artists, whatever. Okay, you got Pac, Big, Nas, Hove. Lauren Hill. Depending on the day, I could be swayed Yo, you're putting to, Lauren to Hill put in over Snoop Dogg. Look, it depends on the day. Okay, today I'm <laughs> feeling is... Lauren Hill top five. Tomorrow it could be I feel like Andre 3000's top five. Or, I mean, on, I, I mean, no, that's what, like you like for me. Like when I think of rap, like for me, that's why Lauren Hill. That's why I don't view Lauren Hill as a rapper. I view her as an artist. Right now, in my soul, I'm feeling Lauren Hill's top five, especially wow. if you listen to. Her unplugged album, which is incredible, where, where it's just her and the guitar and the crowd, like dope. Uh, actually, you know what? We do have one. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, so yeah, Balotelli probably should have picked Ghana. <laughs> I'm trying to think of our conversation. Mm. Um, villain. Ooh, that's easy. His name's Antonio. Last name Conte. Oh, Conte. Conte. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, see, my hero obviously is on is Uncle Moo. Very simple. My villain is Cal Cavani for the miss. So okay. fair enough. Which um, all right, so we, we did get one question. I don't know if you want to answer this. I'll read it and then you get to decide whether we want to continue. After viewing some of Have Hope's tweets, this is from oh, at cool. King Theo. Recently I've come to terms nothing will ever be as good as it once was. No one ever better than Ronaldo or Maradona. No defenders better than Nesta or Maldini. Please bring this up on the podcast. He is still my guy, though. My question for the show, though, is do we live in an era where there can't be any mystique around a player because of social media and the movement of social norms? For example, Jordan, Maradona, Ronaldo, Ronaldinho even have a certain mystique about them. You would never hear stories about them partying and them going to games and doing something legendary. Today, you can't even go to your car and sit down before a pic of you is online. In short, we can't let great be great and let the specialness of that marinate. This is in the DMs. That's why it was kind of long. The football players still have a mystique with social media and how social media really changed how we view the, the great players right now. And look, it's obvious. It's like, what if social media existed during the, the time of Ronaldo? Like, what would people have been saying during the time of Zidane at his height or Maradona at his height? You know, because like that's like people forget the kinds of things that Ronaldo was doing. Like, imagine if imagine the memes, the videos. Because I thought just watched Ronaldo's reel on YouTube. The guy did some ridiculous stuff. Go to Half Hope Football Hut and type in Ronaldo Impossible Technique. That, no, no, I'm sorry. I know I've already told you this, but uh, that's your best ever video. 
Uh, you are never going to create a, a video that's better than that. Uh, you might as well retire. Shout out to you for the 8,000 subs on YouTube, by the way. That's dope. But nothing oh, yeah, 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 my video of you reacting to. I think you've, you've done it twice. Now that no, I think about twice. it. Uh, reacted to the same few Ronaldo clips. Like you need to go past the no dribble. I can't. That's why I, I can't like it. It's it's, <laughs> it's 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 too much. Like I told like I I can't I can't do any more. Like like literally, there's a point. So I think I think it's that dribble he does in Copa America where he actually dribbled me. I'm like there's, yeah. there's no point. I I, I can't go beyond that. It's the no dribble dribble. I think is what you call I mean, it. You, literally, because like when I saw it the first time, I was like, where the where the hell did the? I'm like, <laughs> no, it was. Yeah, it's it's. I don't know if it's camera tricks or if it's actually if it's camera tricks plus Ronaldo's skill that makes it look crazy. But it's no, like, no, but I, I know the thing about, about Ronaldo. Like, I don't think he knew how good he he was. Mm. Hence, why going back to the question of the guy thing, social media, like Messi is very aware of how amazing he is because he he sees it on Twitter, Instagram, everything like that. So he's always receiving this love. But back then. All he had were really magazines, and you didn't really have that kind of love from supporters because internet wasn't really popping up. There weren't really any websites. Forums were were, were very slow. You had dial-up, so broadband <laughs> wasn't really a thing. So Ronaldo really, really didn't really receive the kind of love that he could have really received through social media. And also remember, guys weren't really on computers that much, really, during his time. Mm. So I, that's I why think... Ronaldo, he doesn't really know that, mate, do you, I don't, do you actually realize how... Ridiculously talented, you were. I don't think he does. So. I, I, I think I think Ronaldinho was probably the first footballer to receive that kind of social media, all the all a, a bunch of attentions on you. That because I think I think correct me if I'm wrong, someone out there, but I think Ronaldinho's video, the one where he's like kicking the ball off the crossbar, is mm. like a the the for the for the Nike boots. Mm. I think that was the first YouTube video to ever get one million views. The first ever YouTube video to get a million was Ronaldinho kicking the ball off the crossbar and then just, you know, chest control and doing whatever he was doing. So, yeah, I think he was the first one to receive that injection of social media attention, uh, acclaim from everyone because, you know, that we were getting wi-fi at that time like people were starting to get iphones and cell phones and smartphones became a thing like i think he was one of the first uh that really got that love like in mass um but i do think it was easier back in the day to create myths and legends than it is now you got anything else you want to talk about i am bloody starving man that's 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 what you think that's, that's on my mind all right let's get out of here man uh this is the talking Tactics podcast remember to follow us on twitter facebook instagram follow us on soundcloud leave apple podcast reviews you can follow Instagram. me at daniel to look you can follow have hope at half pots you can follow carl at anchorman 616 he'll be back next week we hope yeah this is the talking Tactics podcast sometimes funny sometimes serious Always football, la 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 la. Indeed. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace. Sports Social Podcast Network.